This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. When dawn breaks, mercies arise. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of central New York. Your glory here among us. Great is our One time I was traveling from New York back to Washington, D.C., and I had just landed at BWI Airport, and I was trying to get all of my bags, steamer trunks, hat boxes, everything from the luggage rack. One of the friars was picking me up, so I had to figure out where he was, get out there. I was trying to juggle all kinds of different things at school, and I was kind of in a rush to get to where I was going. There was a lot going on. But I still remember, as I was leaving the baggage carousel, there was a young man who was probably in his mid-20s, sitting there on the floor, crying, absolutely sobbing and weeping and just uncontrollably crying. Unfortunately, I didn't have enough time to stop and see what was going on because I was in a hurry. And after all, everybody else in the airport was walking right by him. I didn't need to stop. That was my initial thought. But the entire cab ride, or the friar who picked me up, from BWI back to Washington, I couldn't help but think in my mind, wow, I really messed that one up. That really would have only taken two or three minutes to see what was wrong with this person, to see why in the midst of this airport, he's having such a breakdown. And I started coming up with all kinds of different stories, everything from the ridiculous, to the horribly and tragic. Maybe he had just found out someone in his family had died. Maybe someone just broke up with him at the airport. Maybe he lost his bags and there was no hope of it coming back for five or seven days. I came up with all kinds of backstories as to what would be going on with this young man. And every time I hear this gospel passage, I'm taken right back to that moment where I had the option to stop and help someone or to keep walking. It's been said so often and so many people of each generation have asked the question, why do bad things happen to good people? That's not a new question. That's not something our century or our generation all of a sudden came up with. That question has plagued the human condition since the ancient Greek and Roman times. Why do the gods, or in our case God, allow bad things to happen to seemingly good people? Today, this gospel passage takes that sentiment and I think flips it 180 degrees. How can bad people do good things? Because at the heart of this story, that is what we're dealing with. How can a person on the fringe of society, not allowed to worship in Jerusalem, not part of our faith, not part of the chosen people, how can this person do anything good? 
That equally, I think, is a sentiment that has stuck with the human condition just as long as we've been around. Now, it changes from generation to generation, but that same sentiment is still there, that there are those of us who are doing God's work, there are those of us who are good people, who naturally do good things, but then there are others who are not. Think back, perhaps, to every wave of immigration our country has seen. When those immigrants arrived, nine times out of ten, they were vilified for no apparent reason. Perhaps you've seen the sign, Irish need not apply. The Irish as an immigrant people were not welcomed with open arms because they were different. Then the Italians came and America saw a lot of different, but we brought meatballs and pasta with us, so it kind of smoothed things over as the years went by. But think about the weeks and months after 9-11. People of the Muslim faith were not exactly welcomed in all of our communities. Think perhaps even to just a few years ago following the outbreak of the COVID pandemic. Chinese Americans were not thought of in the greatest possible light because this was their fault. They did this to us. So we have struggled as people, as humans, with this question just as much in our own days as they did in the days of Jesus. Because a Samaritan person was probably one of the lowest people, other than the leper, in the Jewish community. They were unclean. They were heretics. They weren't doing what everyone was supposed to be doing to be good Jews, and no good could come from them. Today, we're challenged directly, not only by the example or the bad example of the Levite and the priest, that we as disciples of Jesus Christ are called to minister to those that we see are in need. Whether it's convenient or inconvenient, we're called to minister to their needs. And if that wasn't enough, Jesus gives us the example of the Samaritan the person beyond God's love who is able to do his work. And perhaps that is the second and most important challenge for us today, is to think of all of the places where we don't see goodness. Those people, our brothers and sisters, who are beyond the scope of the church, beyond the scope of our set of relationships, from whom we believe no good can come. They're out there. We have them. We may not like to talk about it. We may not like to admit it, but they're there. The prostitute, the homeless drug addict, they're out there. There are people in our society that we write off as not being able to perform good works, to not being able to minister in the name of our God. Today, we are challenged very directly by Jesus to reevaluate where we see goodness, to reevaluate who is possible and who is capable to minister, to assist in our building up of the kingdom of God. So today, as we hear these challenging words, we're challenged once again by Jesus 
to go forth and to do likewise. In you are every day becomes eternity. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org. Light of the world.